You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Thursday, June 10th, and today we're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster, and that's because he spoke at Steelers OTAs, and he talked a lot about a lot of different things. I want to go over a lot of them because he is going to be important to this year's hopes for the Steelers offense. And how they use them, which he talked a lot about, could make the difference. We'll also talk a little bit about some Devin, Devin Bush and Minka Fitzpatrick right here on the show. Stay tuned. It's going to be an exciting one. Remember, you can subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast anywhere. Podcasts are hosted, but especially on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. Regulars five stars, the positive comment, and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Let's get this party started. I'm running the show solo today. No guests, but, you know, we've had a lot of guests this week. Well, really, we've had three guests. It's just that one of them appeared twice in Tony. But we've had a fun week so far. Double dose of Tony Serino on Monday and Tuesday. The agency talked with uh, Josh and Dean on uh, on Wednesday. We're going to have Jenna Harner tomorrow back on the set, so that's going to be fun. But I wanted to... To get get a show just for myself to talk to y'all for a bit. Now, Steelers OTAs, they had their eighth OTA practice on Wednesday, and afterwards, Juju Smith-Schuster spoke. It's the first time he has spoken to Pittsburgh media since he signed his one-year deal to come back to the team. Now, the big deal here is, well... If you've followed Juju, you, you know his story. He came to Pittsburgh, was the beloved new kid on the block, and then within two years was deemed the villain by certain fans because he dances too much or he TikToks too much or whatever reason he's a villain to some people. But now he's back. And back after a period where a lot of people thought, including myself, that he was going to get signed for a decent contract. But a few things that he brought up in these discussions, what when he spoke to us, was that, one, you know, at first when, when someone asked him, like, why did you pick the Steelers over the Chiefs and the Ravens? Because that's the stories that the Chiefs and the Ravens both made him offers for more money. And, and you know, you guys have heard me talk about it on the show. Also, I wrote about this for DKPittsburghSports.com. If you want to read the full breakdown of everything he said, um, go check that out. It's, a, um, it's on it's on our website right now. For, um, so go subscribe to DKPittsburghSports.com if you're not there already. But he talked about loyalty. He talked about wanting to go back to the team that was loyal to him and to the quarterback that he knew. But the bottom line is really what it's always been about if you read in between the lines of what's happening right now with Juju. The guy's 24 years old. He's got, this is, there are there are plenty of players who come into the league at 24 years old. He is 24 years old with a ton of experience. Plenty of success, individually of course, 
hasn't won a playoff game yet because the Steelers haven't won a playoff game yet when he's been with the team. But he's a, he led the NFL in slot receiver touchdowns with nine last year. And he's proven to be a tough competitor. And, and again, it was basically confirmed by the teams that by, by both the, the Chiefs and the Ravens, that they did want him. And the Ravens were publicly like, oh, Juju, how come you didn't pick us? We thought we had you. Now, all that aside, Juju explained, like, hey, you know what? I'm, I went back because these guys know me, and it's more comfortable. And the bottom line is also, he said, is this, is that this, this past year's market wasn't really what he was looking for. And he said, is, is a couple million really worth giving up a chance to hit a mega payday next year? Because as we know, the, the salary cap's going to be like $206, $207 million, somewhere in that ridiculous range. It's in it's at, it's in the 180, 80s range right now. It's like 182.5. Each NFL team is going to have at least 24 to $25 million more to spend next season. And that's not including teams that are way under the cap anyways or you know have other things going on. But there's there's going to be a lot of bread spent in next year's offseason. And he knows that. And he's positioning himself for that. He even said that during during his press availability. And for that, he talked about lining up on the outside. In fact, our own our, our, our one of our favorite guests, Jenna Harner, she asked him, What's your top goal for yourself personally in 2020, uh, 2021? Because you know, you can, everyone's going to say the Super Bowl, you know, that's that's the goal. But she asked personally what's your goal, and he said, lining up, side, lining up outside, that's it. And he left it at that. Now, for anyone who wants to understand the difference, and you're thinking, well, line up outside, what does that mean? So for wide receivers, you have different spots that you line up, right? There's the X, there's the flanker, there's the split end, there's the, there's the slot. The slot is where you line up off the ball. But you're closer to the actual to the lineman and the tight end. You're in the middle of the field, and you're supposed to you get you get more space in the middle of the field to work. But outside the numbers, that's where the big wide receivers play, and big guys even mean big play wide receivers, the Mike Evans, the Tyreek Hills, the Julio Joneses, and they're also the guys that get paid mega dollars in the NFL. And Juju really didn't make it too much a secret that he knows that and that he wants to capitalize on that because he knows that if he lines up outside and he makes plays outside and he pointed out that when he lined up outside a bunch in 2018 that's when he had the best year of his career granted it was because Antonio Brown was also across the way but he did make plays outside the numbers it's not to say that he can't he did have success as a slot receiver and I think he could have more success as a slot slot receiver this year if you're throwing the ball more than, you know, further down the field than just two, three yard slants and shallow crosses. But there's more to just the distance of where he's being thrown the ball. It's also about where he lines up and where other guys line up. I'm going to break that down for you. But first, we got to talk to our friends at Stat Hero and Rock Auto. We'll do that right here.
Do y'all know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising though? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who got a lot more tools at their disposal and time. Oftentimes, you just don't stand a chance. Well, introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. And. Your name, your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on to sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all... Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. We're continuing our talking about Juju here. He spoke to Pittsburgh Media on Wednesday. Again, I wrote a whole article about him wanting to line up more outside for the Steelers, not just for them, but also for his free agency value in 2022. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with this. And also, Juju made it clear. It's not like he's begging the Steelers to do so. He's just hoping that it'll happen. When someone asks, like, well, what have, what about, what have, what have been your conversations with Matt Canada been? He's like, and he said, quote, honestly, I haven't even had a conversation with Matt about playing outside. But he's like, but in practice and OTAs, he's put me outside and I'm getting the ball. And it's, it's not just me. It's all of us. It's Chase. It's Deontay. It's James. It's Ray Ray. It's everyone going to get touches and moved and moved around. And this offense is going to open up a lot a lot for us to make plays on balls down the field, and I really believe in this offense. So vote of confidence from Juju already to what Matt Canada is doing here. But when you're thinking, okay, well, how much did he line up in the slot? Well, I broke down the numbers in my article. When you look at the overall numbers, it was overwhelming how much he he lined up in the slot. In, cla- in fact, it was 79% of his of his slots of, of his of his uh snaps at receiver this past year were out of the slot. That's up from 63% the previous year and 58% the year before that. Now those two high years, 63% and 79%, those of course were with Randy Feekner year before with Todd Haley. And make no mistake, 
again, the guy led the NFL in slot targets, slot receptions, and slot touchdowns, and had the fourth most slot yards as a receiver in the NFL. He's good at being a slot, and he knows he can do that. He even said, I'm still willing to play slot. It's not about not wanting to play. It's about diversifying. And the way he was saying it kind of led me to think there might have been some frustration last year with Randy Feetner and just saying, hey, I'm more than this. Let's switch it up a little bit. And he talked about what that switching up could do. And he said, uh, you know, when he was asked about third down plays, because that's what he was known, he was Ben's security blanket. And he said, as for third down plays, quote, I still don't mind playing inside or outside. Uh, we, we have our formation set up when, when we, where we move around, whether on the F, the X, or wherever I'm at. I would, it would just make it tough to tell if I'm the number three receiver as a slaughter playing outside. It all, it all matters. Now, his point there is saying, not that, you know, they're not going to recognize who is in the slot and who's outside. I mean, like, oh, that's number 19. Oh, it, it, it's that when you're looking at a huddle, when a defense sees the substitutions going, on, going for the offense and they're in the huddle, and you see, for example, you see uh, 18, 19, and 11. So Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chase Claypool. Well, naturally, last year, if you're, the, if you're a defense that studies this team, you think, okay, Juju's in the slot and now we can say in the defensive huddle, uh, linebacker or safety or cornerback, you get Juju because he's lining up in the middle of the field. So just be be aware of where he's at. And Johnson and Claypool will be on the outside. We'll worry about that. Well, what Juju's saying is if you line me up sometimes on the outside and line, maybe put Deontay in the slot or put Chase in the slot or put James Washington in the slot. Or he, he even said put Ray Ray McLeod in the slot. He said he's Ray Ray's really good that good there. And he gave Ray Ray a good amount of praise in this presser. But his point is, is that if you're mixing it up, now those defenders, when they're in the, the huddle and they're and, and you break out the huddle as an offense and you're lining up, now in the in the the five to ten seconds that they're that, that everything's sort of happening, that forces defenses to be much quicker with, okay, we gotta line up here, 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 here's our adjustments, here's our assignments, here's our here, here's our zone coverage or our man coverage, this is what we're gonna do, boop, boop, boop. And by that time, Ben Roethlisberger's pointing and saying, hey, that's what they're doing, let's go, bang. And then you're putting them on their toes more. And this is where I got the most out of this. Now, some people are gonna say, oh, he's whining for more attention outside. And, and do I think that he 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 wants that attention outside? Absolutely. He wants that because he wants his he we, we know Juju. He's about his money. He's about his brand. The guy was on a Super Bowl commercial, for goodness sake. And there's nothing wrong with that. He knows that you need to be able to make money outside of just being an athlete. And that's smart. We talked about that on the show. I talked about that with Josh Axelrod and Brooke Pryor and a whole bunch of other people. But the bottom line is that he is thinking of himself in that he's making sure that he wants to line himself up for the best chance to make money in what's probably going to be his best chance to make a big money contract in his career next year. But at the same time, he does make a good football point that you want to mix it up. And when the Steelers did that in previous years a little bit more often, their offense had more success. Case in point, he brought up how in 
2018, he had 1,400 yards. He had seven touchdowns. That was the year I think he became the youngest player to ever get to 2,000 receiving yards in NFL history or something like that. Um, but that that big explosive year that he had, in a year where the Steelers had the number two passing offense in the NFL as far as yards, and they had the number six scoring offense in the NFL, it was much more mixed up. It was 58% of the time he was in the slot. That's a lot closer to half than 79%. And you had to guess where he was going to line up. And you had to think, okay, is he going to be there? Is he going to be here? Is he going to be there? And that's where some of the X's and O's need to come back for Minka. I'm not Minka, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Need to come back for Matt Canada as the new offensive coordinator, for Juju as the wide receiver, and for the whole offense. Because like Chase Claypool said just a week ago, he don't mind being double teamed because if he's if he's not eating, that means someone else is going to be eating. And that's the bottom line here is all of them eating it. Juju even talked about that. He's like, look, personal achievements are cool, but you saw when the Chiefs when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, they all get paid. Travis gets paid. Patrick gets paid. The coaches get paid. Everybody gets paid. So I didn't see anything wrong with what Juju said on Wednesday. In fact, I thought it was smart and encouraging. But I do feel like the pink hair is a little much. You know, he said it's My Hero Academia and he's a Deku fan and uh, anime. And listen, I'm an anime watcher. Anyone who wants to talk anime can hit me up. I'm not. I don't watch all the animes, but there's 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 several that I that I have dabbled in that I thoroughly enjoy. But I was like, yeah, but bro, the pink hair ain't it. But hey, 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 he wants to express himself however he wants to express himself. If he wants to score nine touchdowns next year and lead them to the playoffs, and wear pink hair doing it, by all means, get pink dreadlocks. But that's Juju Smith-Schuster, y'all. I, I, I think that he's he's still his head's still in the right place, and the Steelers still made the right decision to bring him back. That's where I think they need to go. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk about the defense a little bit because Devin Bush spoke, and Mika Fitzpatrick the day before spoke about Devin Bush. I wanted to get on both of those guys. But first, we're gonna talk to our friends at Bill Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisps. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here in the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose on all things Steelers. Now, we're going to wrap up the show talking a little bit defense, because I, 
I, you know, when I talk with the guys, the agency, Josh and Dean on Wednesdays, we, we, we go in about different stuff and sometimes we don't get to address things. Well, a few things that were talked about that I think were pretty cool that we missed. Minka Fitzpatrick talked about getting Devin Bush back being a big help to the middle of the field. Because he said when him and Robert Spillane went down, it really limited the Steelers' options to cover the middle of the field. And when teams would line up, you know, three guys to one side and two guys to another, they were easily isolating guys like Avery Williamson, guys like Vince Williams, guys like uh, Marcus Allen, and putting them in situations where you don't want them in situations. And I think that's legit. I think that that's something where when you have Devin Bush there and Robert Splane as a secondary option, and now we're talking about Buddy Johnson being in that mix, now you got some guys to play around with. Now, Devin Bush said something that tripped up everybody's haywire. As soon as I tweeted it, woo, fireworks on Twitter. Because our guy, Mike Mike, Mike Perzuta, long-time cover of the Steelers, he just asked Devin Bush a simple question on 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 Wednesday. Said, "Hey, Devin, you think you can cover Jarvis Landry in the slot?" Devin's response was yes, and then like he waited three seconds and he realized it was awkward because no one else said anything. He's like one hundred percent. Now, of course, Steelers fans took to Twitter and was like, "Oh my God, linebackers covering receivers? No!" Okay, let's get a few things straight here. One, it happens to almost every team. If you go back and you watch enough NFL tape on other teams, it's going to happen to everybody at some point, especially if you're limited at linebacker, the way the Steelers have been limited at linebackers over the past few years. Remember when Ryan Shazier went down? And how they were putting John Bostick there and Vince Williams there. And Vince Williams is fine. He does his job. But, I mean, John Bostick. And Arthur Motes is my guy. But he's not an off-ball linebacker. They tried to put him there. It didn't work. They brought Sean Spence off the couch. They tried any number of things to solve there. And Devin Bush was the answer. They drafted him in 2019. And he looked like he was the answer in his rookie season. And he was the answer for the first six games of the season in 2020 until he went down with an ACL injury. And then Robert Spillane filled in a little bit. He did a decent job. But then when he went down, it was it was, it was problems. And teams were just picking off him. Now go, but I encourage you. There's times, you know, Dale Lolly, my colleague at DK Pittsburgh Sports, oftentimes we'll we'll be watching a game, or we'll be watching the same game, like a Monday night football game. Like even when the when the Patriots were at their most patriotness. Tom Brady and Gronkowski and all their guys were flying over the place. There were times their linebackers got matched up with wide receivers. And that's Bill Belichick. He does nothing wrong. You know, if you believe what some people say about him. But every defense, whether it's Sean McVay, the young genius of the day, you know, the whether it's whether it's John Harbaugh, whether it's any everybody comes across this problems. It's simply a matchup situation in the NFL where if a team can run the football and you need to keep a linebacker on the field or two linebackers on the field or three linebackers on the field or four linebackers on the field to be prepared for that? In today's offenses, with running backs that can catch as well as receivers sometimes, sometimes even better, they'll come out with two running backs 
and you'll be like, all right, we got to be ready for the run, and all of a sudden, nope, those guys line up wide. Now you're screwed. And now the receivers are lining up inside, and now do you put your linebackers lining up outside the numbers? No, you don't. That's asking for them to get destroyed because that's not where they line up. So you keep them inside, you play a little bit of zone, and then what's going to happen is those receivers run to the middle of the field, and that's where the linebackers are. And that's something that naturally happens every week in the NFL, multiple times. But because Steelers fans only watch Steelers games, they think, why are we the only people in the world that this happens to? You're not. Stop it. Now, Again, Devin talked about a few different things. He talked about his ACLs feeling good, and he's just kind of getting back in the movie, just kind of feeling good, cutting, going left and right. The Steelers are taking it easy because he's essential to their plans in 2021. But if you got him and Minka healthy at the same time and raring to go, I just have to think that's going to solve a lot of those problems. Because part of the things was, people didn't want to throw at Minka Fitzpatrick last year. He's one of the, f- the least targeted safeties that played almost every snap of a se- of the season. And he still had, what, like four or five interceptions, however many he had last year? You were almost as likely to make a complete a first down on Minka Fitzpatrick as you were to throw an interception. You weren't throwing his way in the middle of the field. Now, not to say that Devin Bush can do that, but Devin Bush being an athletic linebacker who ran a 4-4-2 in, you know, in the combo at his pro day coming out of college, he's another guy you got to watch out for. And if the two of them can be the sort of, I wouldn't say Batman and Robin because they, they both kind of are like Batman. But maybe maybe Batman, Superman, you know, if we wanted to switch it up, you know, you could go, you know, Spider-Man and Captain America. I don't know, I'm getting weird here. Anyways, you get my point. They're both very good. And if you got those two guys in the middle of the field, now you're able to challenge those guys a little bit more. Now you're not as mad. Because here's the thing. Jarvis Landry, I've seen Devin Bush run with run with wide receivers and break up the pass. Now, do you want him doing that exclusively? No, 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 no. But on occasion, you're not going to be able to help it. And I broke this down the, 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 you know, the week the, the Steelers lost to the Browns in the playoffs. I think it was Darius Butler, uh, you know, a former NFL player who was an analyst. You know, he, he, he took one clip and he said, see, this is the problem. You, you got Jarvis Landry on Robert Spillane, and that's just a nightmare scenario. And it's and, and so, someone tweeted at me and was like, oh, yeah, see, that's just a nightmare. Can you believe this even happened? And it's like, okay. Let's analyze why this happened. Look at the the alignment there. They came out with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. The Steelers were getting eaten alive by the ground game. So when you come out with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, you've got to send out your linebackers to tackle them. Do you want to send out five cornerbacks because you're afraid that at some point one of those wide receivers will bump inside and you have to cover them with a, with a linebacker? No, you keep your linebackers out there and you hope that you can give some support. But that's why stopping the run is important. And that's why having athletic linebackers is important, which is why they invested in trading up to get a Devin Bush. It was why they were so happy with Ryan Chazier when he was here, because he took away those problems. Or at least limited them. But it's just a natural problem in today's NFL. It's not some 
Keith Butler can't figure it out thing. People, when people say that, it just drives me up a wall. I'm just like, I don't, I don't think you get how commonplace this is. I wrote about this as well for DK Pittsburgh Sports, but I wrote about this on Wednesday morning, talking about Minka Fitzpatrick and Devin Bush being a dual X-factor combo in the middle of the field. I really thought that Terrell Edmonds could have been that after when they first drafted him. But, that again, Edmonds not a superstar, good role player. But Minka, superstar. Devin Bush could be superstar. Either way, both of them are going to help you a lot more in the middle of the field. And occasionally, you're going to get Devin Bush matched up on a wide receiver. But you'd, rather, you'd much rather have Devin Bush lined, lined up on that wide receiver than Vince Williams. Or John Bostic. Or any other number of guys who the Steelers have had over the last few years that have been getting torched by wide receivers when those matchups have occurred. We're not done talking about that. We'll we'll be talking about that more as the season gets, gets ready to get started. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Steelers podcast. That's our show for today. We appreciate all of our listeners. Remember, if you're subscribed, if you're not subscribed to the show, you can do so on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. And remember, if you want to support the show, one of the best ways you can do so is simply by hit by, by going on and giving us a five star re- review on Apple Podcasts. When you do that, you get a shout out at the end of the show because hey, when you put out the word that we're doing great things here. It really helps the world know, hey, come check out the Lockdown Steelers podcast and share it with your friends, share it with your coworkers. Oh, and by the way, like when I said about that shout-out thing, it's real because here's the latest five-star review from the Hootie 2245 with their five-star review saying, the best in the bird. Absolutely the best podcast for keeping up with the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially when you're like me and bleed black and gold while living in Toledo, Ohio. Keep up the good work, my friends, and thank you for what you do. Thank you for your review, the Hoodie 2245. Really appreciate you, and we'll appreciate anyone who gives us that kind of love out there in the world. Again, I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter, at Carter Critiques. Uh, also the same for Instagram. Also read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com. Appreciate everyone who's listening. Be back tomorrow with Jenna Harner. More on Locked on Steelers. See you, man.